Welcome to No Judgments Here. Finally, we are back. It has been a minute, as one of our good friends, Mr. Douglas Murray, would say, a month of Sundays. I'm Mike. That's uh, that's William back Yo. from Mexico. 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 My friend, how you doing today? Doing well. Well rested. Happy to be back. No, Excellent. I don't, I don't mean that. I'm not happy to be back. Would have much preferred to stay down there, uh, but doing well. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm finally starting to get a little bit of energy back. It's been a very, very, very long week uh, of the the move up north. Um, coming to you live from the new studio in Elk River, Minnesota. Elk River. Elk River. And you got a rental. Yes. 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 That's exciting. I didn't realize you guys were just going to up and move into a new place that quickly. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought you are going to live with the uh, the relative for a little bit. No, I mean, I stayed with my sister for a little bit while, uh, you know, was going to do the whole work thing. So, yeah. How's the work thing going? How's what? How's the work thing going? Um... Let's just say it didn't work out the best. Oh, that's a bummer. Very, uh, not, I guess it's, I shouldn't say not what I expected. Um, but a lot more than I expected. Physicality wise, everything like that. Um, I am no spring chicken anymore. I am a, I'm an older, older gentleman. And, uh, 20 years ago, I probably would have been just fine. But here we are 20 years later. One heart attack. Not in the greatest of shape. It's a little too much for me. So, your butt, hey? Yep, 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 yep. Uh, To the point where I couldn't walk after the second day. Wow. I mean, it was, it it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, They throw you in the deep end. Um, my second day, I had 150, 120 stops with 150 packages. Wow. And driving and how long all did that take? Uh, it took me about nine hours. That's not bad. No. I mean, it was 10 hours shift. So, you know, I mean, I still got done earlier than what was anticipated. But, um, yeah, just a little too much. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. So what's next? Well, you know, just got uh, got some got some feelers out there. Got some things going on. I mean, we'll see. You know, I mean, I've made it this. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy the semi-retired life. You know, um, Who doesn't it's 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 nice. It's it's you know it's it's afforded to me, but for me to keep up with my lifestyle, I do need to work a little bit. Sure, big, big things coming up. Big things coming up. All right, concerts galore. You know, I'm coming into that season. You just had your first concert of the season last night. Last night. It's here. Concert season is here. Well, well since, since it's so fresh in your memory, let's just go ahead and start with that. Who did you see last night? Last night, I got to see the greats, the fantastic, the wonderful, the hopefully future Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, Jerry Cantrell nice. of Alex Payne's and his great backup band. Uh, that includes Greg Pucciato 
uh, from the Dillinger escape plan uh, as the Jerry Cant, uh, not the the Lane Staley and the William Duval of this particular band. Uh, yeah, he has six other members in the band. It's a big band. They got right. they got a lot of guys going on. Um, and I can tell you, and Trey and I agreed. Boy, we didn't we didn't get a good show at Louder Than Life. Last night's show was incredible. So good, so great. Yeah, I mean, we talked about Louder Than Life, and we talked about the the sound issues that that plagued um, that second stage, and, I, and Jerry was definitely affected by that. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, give me the rundown. I mean, who who was all on the bill? What was yeah, where was so it? We, we got there. We had uh, we had uh, pit tickets, uh, so there's a little bitty pit area in front of the stage, and the re- everything else is GA. The upstairs is reserved tabletop sitting, which is costs quite a bit of money. Uh, VIP, the reserved the the V. What am I trying to say? The pit is the about pit. I don't know, fifteen to twenty dollars more expensive than the GA. So I figure that's more than enough to go ahead and spend the extra money. And yeah, we got that. we got front row on the side uh, on the on stage right, I believe is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening act was a band called Thunder Pussy. Uh, it was four females, and they kicked ass. They were great. Good rock and roll. I don't know where they're from. I feel like they're from Austin. They're from, C- they're from Seattle. They're from they're from oh. the Northwest. Okay. Well, then I guess there's a good connection there. Yeah. Um, but they, they killed it. I thought the guitarist was really great. You know how big of a fan I am of Dead Sarah. The guitarist from uh, Thunder Pussy uh, reminded me a lot to the guitarist from Dead Sarah. Uh, the singer was, uh, she has to be a yoga instructor of some sort. A lot of yoga poses throughout the entire set. Uh, she's charismatic. She's charming. Uh, she's pretty on the eyes. Uh, the bassist was right in front of Trey and I. Very pretty on the eyes. Uh, she was probably the least energetic uh, of the four, but she seemed to be having a good time. And then their drummer was pretty kick-ass, kick-ass as well. Um, so I would definitely recommend anybody, to, if you want to check out some female rockers, uh, Thunder Pussy looks like another band. I don't know how long they've been around. I don't know much about them. Uh, but we, we've seen a lot of good female rock and roll bands coming about and Thunder Pussy is just another band to, to add to that list because they were very entertaining. Very, I mean, that, that is a great band name just to, you yes. know, in general, I mean, Thunder Pussy, I mean, fucking great. So yeah, I, I checked out some of their stuff today and you know, not bad. I mean, it's a, a good solid, uh, rock and roll band. Definitely one that I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, live and in, in person. They were, they were pretty good. Yeah, they said this was their first time in Arkansas, uh, so always good to get that, uh, leave an impression with them. Um, and I, I guess they were off to Memphis because I saw them on Instagram. They're at the Bass Pro Shop Memphis Pyramid to d- this morning. So nice. They're doing the tour of the South. They were in Tulsa on Saturday night. I think they went to Waffle House after the concert last night. I think I saw a Waffle House photo. As uh, everybody so should. That's what they did in Fayetteville, it appears. Either that or it was in Tulsa. Like, I couldn't tell. Uh, Jerry Cantrell came on next. So Thunder Pussy played for about 40 minutes. Uh, short break in between. Uh, Jerry Cantrell came on with his uh, with his, with his band. Uh, they broke off into uh, Jerry Cantrell solo. They played a tone to begin, uh, followed by Psychotic Break. And then what everybody's looking for is started the Alice in Chains stuff. Uh, then Bones and Rain When I Die. Ooh, so good. So good. They crushed it. Uh, went back to Jerry Cantrell with Siren Song, Cut You In, My Song. Then we got to hear the William Duvall, Allison Chains of Check My Brain. Such a magnificent song. Uh, then Had to Know, then some No Excuses. 
then nobody breaks you between angel eyes. And then they crushed it at the end. Uh, Man in the box and wood uh, to end the, the first set. And then the encore of Brighton, a great solo track right. followed by down in a hole and rooster, which come on back yeah. to back. Come on. And then uh, they ended with not really acapella, but Jerry took the gar- guitar away and him and Greg and the rest of the band kind of did a, a harmony Elton John cover of a song called Goodbye, which, um, is, on the, which is on the Brighton album, which is very good. Oh, is it? Okay. I, I didn't, I didn't realize that. So, mm-hmm. uh, that was very cool as well. Um, Jerry didn't talk a lot. Um, but when he did, he, it was funny, uh, but he was short spoken. Greg Pucciato did some talking as well. He's high energy, uh, yeah. which with, the Jerry Cantrell said it's not really a high energy set. They play a lot of kind of slower tunes. Um, and he, 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 he's a dude that wants to bounce around. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the Dillinger escape plan when they were around. They also, uh, he used to perform with Trent Reznor quite a bit with nine inch nails. So I was telling Trey that I, I recall seeing him at the final nine inch nails, North American show back in 2012. He, he performed with nine inch nails at Bonnaroo and he was a maniac. So, um, I, he, he looks like a guy that wants to bounce off the walls, but he did really good with the harmony with Jerry Cantrell. And it was just an excellent show. 19 songs, about an hour and 40 minutes long, I think, wow. uh, right around there. Um, and we were home by 10 30. So can't complain there for two old guys. Yeah, definitely. It sounded good. I mean, you sent a Snapchat out and, uh, I mean, uh, I, I was, I was kicking myself, um, I wish that I was there, but yeah. What do you do? I mean, it was just you don't live in Arkansas. You live in Minnesota. Minnesota, about ten and a half hour drive. Yeah, pretty and, far. You know, and, and that's fine. I have no problem making that drive, but it was just too close logistically to the move and and everything like that. So you got to. I mean, it's concert season for you. I mean, you are starting big. You got another show coming up on Friday. Friday, we got Mammoth. Can't wait for that. And Alter Bridge. Um, pretty excited about this double bill uh, up in right outside Joplin in Quapaw, Oklahoma at the Downstream Casino. Uh, I think it's going to be my first time being inside the, the casino to watch a show. So I don't know anything about this venue at all. Uh, they have an outdoor venue, but I've, I've never been to the indoor one. So always excited to go see a new venue. Again, we do have... Um, the pit tickets for this one as well. So we should also get good spots. Um, Michael was initially going to go, but found out today he's no longer going. So that's disappointing. So I do have an extra ticket, just like I did for Jerry Cantrell. Just going to keep buying twos uh, for all shows that I go to, knowing that nobody's going to take the extra ticket. But, you know, just in case, just in case. Can't wait. I haven't seen Alter Bridge. And I don't know the last time I saw Alter Bridge. Yeah. I don't, I I've never seen it. So I don't know. Um, and uh, have, have never seen Mammoth. We were hoping to see him last year at Loud in Life. Uh, didn't work out. Still not sure why he canceled exactly, but it is what it is. I'm going to see him on Friday, and then he's opening up for Metallica in August. So a couple chances to, to check out some Mammoth here. Well, yeah, again, another one that I'm kind of jealous of. I mean, the fact that you get to go see this, and, you know, here I am. Um, but... The shows are coming. There are some ones that are uh, that are up here that I'm uh, thinking about going to. So we shall see. We have uh, it was just announced. Well, Tech Nights playing up here in, in April. Um, 
Shine Down's playing in April. Got Disturbed in May. And then uh, Weezer was just announced in June. There you so. go. Yeah, I mean, you live in a metropolis, so you're going to have no shortage of shows no. to be able no. to attend. You just missed Bruce Springsteen. You didn't go to that uh, the other night. I was not going to pay $1,000 a ticket to see Bruce well, Springsteen. You don't pay 1000 I follow I follow the Minneapolis St. Paul uh, entertainment uh, blogger for the the St. Paul or whatever the newspaper is there. Really, you should follow him on Twitter. He's a good follow. He he did a live review of the Bruce Springsteen show, um, but I've been following him ever since you moved up there just to feel connected to you. To feel well, yeah. with you. you didn't tell me anything about it. Yeah, well, I just did. I just told you. You just did. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like when I was following Kevin Coffee. And L. Kent, Wilmagat, there in Lincoln and Omaha, just to make yeah. sure that I felt like I'm part of Nebraska shows. Um, I was going to see if I could think of his name real quick, if I could find him on the Twitter. He tweets a lot. Um, I'm probably going to look through it now. I'm not gonna, like he's he's probably having an off night since he went to Bruce Springsteen last night, so he's right. probably not tweeting today. But but he's he's a good follow. He goes to a lot of shows in the Minneapolis St. Paul area and does a really good job of reviewing. Actually, he just tweeted today about the fact that Lionel Richie and Earth, Wind, and Fire. You, you, you told me about that one in, yeah, in August, right? August fourth, opening up the tour there. Yeah, which um, I would be all about it. This you one, you do love you some Lionel Richie. Oh so. man, what a great, what a great, great combo that would be. I will probably sit that one out. No, you won't. You're gonna go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you come up here, I'll go to Lionel Richie with you. How about that? Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. I would like to get up there for one show, um, but it would have to be something real special, like a Royal Blood, and I, I just haven't seen that come across my plate no. at this point. No, they're not. Uh, they're not doing a, a whole lot of shows. I don't think in the U.S. So. His name is Ross Raihala. Ross Raihala. R-A-I-H-A-L-A. He's a pop music critic at the St. Paul Pioneer Press. He live seats arena shows. Ross Raihala? Yeah, Ross R-A-I-H-A-L-A. Alpha male? Alpha male. That's him. Okay. Well, we he shall will help you out with any shows you need to see in St. Paul, Minneapolis. I will definitely, uh, definitely. I got that now. I'm following him, so that's that's good. Thanks for the uh, the hookup there. Here to help. I think we need to. We I should have started this off right away. I mean, I had this whole entire thing planned that I would play Freebird at the uh, at the start of the show in honor of uh, Gary Rothton, who unfortunately just passed away today. I believe, or last night at the age of 71. Um, last remaining living member of, well, original member of yeah. of uh, Leonard Skinner. So. Yeah, you should have played it. You, you can still play it right now if you want. Um, well, you know what? Let's I'm have to pull that up on the old phone. Mm-hmm. Go to my favorites. And, of course, you know Freebird's in there. So, in honor of uh, Gary Ross and Jimmy.
Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure how long it's been since he's actually played a show with Leonard Skinner. I know he was not that long ago. Not that long ago, he did. They were talking about that. I can't remember when it was, but just recently in the last few months. Oh, really? I thought he had retired due to his health struggles, like during the the farewell tour. But maybe he came back. Or the fiftieth farewell tour. Well, that part I don't know. The farewell tour lasted about five years, so it's hard to say exactly. But yeah, so I mean, they're just going to be a band. They're obviously they're going on tour this summer with ZZ Top, who mm-hmm. also is dealing with death in their, in one of their three. It's just a weird deal to when that stuff happens. You're going to go see Leonard Skinner with no original members, and you're going to go see ZZ Top without one of their main three members. Thirty three percent of the band. It's just that stuff is strange. I think, I think everybody in Uncle Cracker is, is still kicking though the opening act. Uncle Cracker. <laughs> well, crap. I mean, so we, we started off the high, we went to a low. Please tell me you've got some big news. You know, we haven't talked for a while. We've got there's stuff to drop. And there's all kinds of things. There's all kinds of things to drop. While I was in Mexico, I was doing my best to do a digital detox, but it's just become mission impossible at this point in my life anymore. I just can't do it. Uh, So Tuesday morning, I saw that I saw an alert come across my phone that the fucking Foo Fighters were coming to the freaking Walmart amp. Holy moly. I was fucking. "Ah." So, and and like the pre-sale was beginning immediately. The problem was I had a deep tissue couples massage at the same time. The pre-sale was going to begin. Um, and I didn't know how to handle this. I thought I could be a little bit late to the massage. I took my phone just in case. I was like, surely they're not going to be on time. I can snag some tickets while we're waiting. That didn't happen either. Uh, so the deep tissue massage started promptly at 11 o'clock. The pre-sale tickets started promptly at 11 o'clock. It was a 55-0 minute massage. Uh, so I, I didn't get out of there till afternoon. Uh, once I got out there to do the pre-sale, there were no tickets left. Everything was gone. Um, I messed around with it for like the next 30 minutes or so. Finally, was able to get some uh, general admission tickets. I was really hoping for this particular show to get some seats. Yeah. But uh, even in the pre-sale, I was not afforded that opportunity. So um, after about 20, 30 minutes, I finally just fucked around and got two GA tickets. And I wasn't messaging with anybody at all. Right. Uh, I, th- I thought at least I could do that. I'm not going to talk to any of my friends. Fuck them. Um, yeah. We'll figure out the details later. So I just we'll got get concert. We'll get concert tickets, but we won't let our friends know that we're getting concert tickets. Exactly. So I got two line tickets, and I just hope for the best for everybody else. That we're what was that? Is everything yes. okay? Yeah. Sorry for the racket. I got caught on my footstool. Yeesh. Yeah. So anyway, Foo Fighters coming to the amp June fourteenth, middle yeah. of the week, Wednesday yeah. night, sold out. Uh, sold out very quickly. Uh, the on the public on sale went on sale that particular Friday at 10 a.m. Um, and it was I think around 10:35. Uh, the amp announced that the show was sold out. So people, Northwest Arkansas is very fucking excited about seeing the Foo Fighters. Um, well, as they should be. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I don't remember the Zoo Amp being. Did we get Zoo Amp? I just don't remember Zoo Amp doing that selling out that quickly or being that hard of a ticket to find, but I could be wrong. It was a, 
don't know. I mean, because I mean, you you got the tickets, so I mean, I don't know how difficult it was. I mean, it was packed, so yeah, you know. And the zoo amp is two thousand people. Uh, well, maybe about two thousand people shorter than the Walmart amp, which holds I, at the most eleven thousand people. I don't I don't know how often they actually put eleven thousand people in there. It's probably more like ninety eight hundred somewhere around there. Yeah. But it's, it's a big act in a small 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 place. They only announced three headlining shows. Right now, these are the only non-festival shows they're doing. It's a show in New Hampshire. It's a show at the Amp, and it's a show in Alabama. Uh, all three shows sold out very quickly. Um, so, got tickets. You're you're lucky. You're happy to be in. I understand that you were going. Yes, I, also I got a message uh, from Mr. Sailors. Uh, he nice. said he snagged some tickets. Uh, that was a surprise. He's coming down to the Amp. Right on. Hopefully with you coming and, and uh, Adam coming, the wife will be happy to go to the show on a Wednesday night. Yes. Babysitter situation. So it should be a good old Raven raging time. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Um, it has made me a very unpopular person in my household. Um, I have been called numerous names. Mm. Um, I have not been regulated as sleeping on the couch. But... It's, it's, you know, once it gets closer, it could happen. Sure. And that's to be expected. That's the price you have to pay. Yeah. I mean, that's the price you have to pay. Yeah. Sorry, uh, honey. I love you, but yeah, I'm going to Food Fighters yeah. again. Again. Without you. Without you. Yeah. That's right. What other big news? Uh, another, the AMP has really been crushing it the last few yeah. weeks. So today they announced that Snoop Dogg, uh, Wiz Khalifa, uh, Doug got in tr- got me in trouble for not being able to pronounce Wiz's last name. What is Wiz's last name? Is it Khalifa? 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 I was going to say Khalifa. Ugh. I feel like we're probably going to be wrong there. Uh, Wiz Khalifa and then Warren G and Too Short also on the bill. I would love for Mr. Murray who is our rap correspondent, our hip-hop correspondent, to be a part of this show. I don't know if he can do a press pass or if he can just be a part of it, but they're coming on a Saturday night, July 15th. Uh, that should be a huge show at the Amp. I still don't understand the whole... I, I don't understand why Mount Westmore just doesn't tour um, or do shows together. I don't understand why they, they release the album and then are like, let's just do our separate things on the tour front. Maybe there's yeah. too much production and rehearsal that needs to happen with their schedules um but i would really like e40 to be on this on this show but we'll take some 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 too short that'd be pretty i think that'd be awesome warren g i know one song from warren g if he plays it six times i'm okay with that let's make it happen um that's the whole set this the whole set of nothing but regulate yeah and like six different versions like a reggae version a rap version new metal version um acapella um, I'll, I'll just listen to it however he, he can play it. So I think that's the first hip hop show that the amp has brought so far this summer. Um, they usually bring about three, four. So I, I expect a couple more. So, I mean, that's a pretty big get and that should sell very well on a Saturday night as well. Right on. So I think the amp is up over getting close to 25 shows at this point. Uh, we still a long ways to go. We're at the beginning. Yeah. Of the month, so we're kind of rolling. Definitely. Um, as we discussed, Weezer announced the tour um, playing uh, smaller venues. 
Yep. From, you know, they were doing the, the stadium tour. Was that last year? Or Two years ago. Yep. And now this year they're playing uh, another place in Minneapolis called the Armory, which is where I saw uh, yeah, Allison Chains. Allison Chains. Can't remember what the capacity is, but it's not that big of a place. So um, definitely cool. I can't remember what the date was on that show, but. Modest Mouse on that particular show? Modest Mouse is on that show. Yeah, so uh, Michael uh, got tickets to, for that at the Zoo Amp in Oklahoma City, so he'll be seeing Weezer and Modest Mouth. I, pretty cool double bill. I was hoping that that would come to the end. Did not June, happen. June thirteenth. <laughs> Guess who won't be going to Weezer? Hmm. Well, you know, it's okay. No, twenty years ago, maybe. Everything was always 20 years ago. But after a 10 and a half hour drive, yeah, you know dang well that I'm coming down on the 13th just so I could recoup from the drive. So no Weezer for me, which is okay. I mean, that's fine. If they're going to play nothing but their last few albums, it's going to suck anyways. Nah, Weezer will be fine. That'll be a good concert. Yeah. Well, I think we've we've gone this far. We're 25 minutes in, and we have not talked about probably the biggest news of the day. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, First off, major surprise, huge surprise. Uh, We talked about this when they first teased us with the lineup announcement in February. We all had our doubts. Didn't really make sense last year. The lineup came out in June. Yeah. Uh, We certainly didn't expect... Oklahoma to beat louder than life uh, to a lineup drop. And not only did they beat them, I think, uh, I think we're starting to get to a point. They may beat louder than life by a month. I don't know how close we are to the louder than life lineup. I know we're, we're getting the bourbon and beyond lineup on Wednesday, which is going to be important because in my mind, there's a question as to whether or not Foo Fighters plays bourbon and beyond or if they played louder than life. Now, since we're going to see them at the Walmart amp, perhaps it doesn't matter. But right, right. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to have them at louder than life. What it would do if they played Bourbon and Beyond, it opens up another headlining sp- spot uh, for the Louder Than Life festival. But what we're talking about right now is that Rocklahoma, six months before the festival actually happens, has freaking dropped their lineup on their fans. Shocking. Dozens of people across the land. Dozens. Dozens. Dozens of people. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, build obviously, America's biggest Labor Day party, Rocklahoma and Pryor, Oklahoma. It's not a bad lineup. Not, not, a, not a terrible lineup. I've seen worse. Let's just start with the headliners. Godsmack, Pantera, Rob Zombie, and limp biscuit. Hmm. That's not that's not bad for prior Oklahoma. Yeah, something I was thinking about. For at first, it, it appears so Pantera, when they announced their full tour, said that they're playing Rocklahoma on September 3rd, which is Sunday. Well, if you look at Rob Zombie's tour, he's playing a show on Friday and Saturday. That means that Rob Zombie is playing also on Sunday with Pantera. Yeah. Which is pretty stunning to me uh, that they're going to go with a co-headlining gig. Uh, to me, I think it would make sense if you did a co-headlining thing with Limp Biscuit because we've talked about 
how they're not really headline material in these days. Yeah. Um, but I, I, someone at Rockalama decided that Pantera is probably not the headlining solo act that you can have on a Sunday night without some, some assistance from somebody else. And so they got that's, the rock. That's movie. crazy. So that puts Limp Biscuit on either Friday or Saturday, and they're not a Friday or Saturday night festival headliner. I agree. I think it's I think it's wild. I, I was surprised. Unless Pantera has the wrong date listed, which could happen. Yeah. They are playing Phoenix, Arizona on Friday night, so it does seem like it would make more sense for them to have a night off between Phoenix and Pryor as they're not close to each other. Right. Uh, perform on sunday um which i mean which is wild because yeah limp biscuit's going to be performing on friday or saturday night headlining a gig and i will say i do i do agree with you that i think the lineup is pretty decent overall there's a lot of stuff on here that we like and i think there's a lot of stuff on here that we'd like to see it louder than life the the issue that rocklahoma usually has is that they are missing a top line yeah they're missing a top line of headliners and this, I mean, this this, this is definitely a B, a B lineup, you know, headliners wise, you know, I, uh, yeah, you're not going to, like you said, you've, you've got a list of people that will never play at Rocklahoma and it's pretty extensive of, mm-hmm. you know, top notch legendary bands, but let's run down the rest of, of the rest of the bands that are on here. You got Bush Chevelle for the 40th time. Uh, Corey Taylor, Daughtry, hmm. uh, build very high, build very high, build very very high, and uh, Theory of a Dead Man. You got Ministry, Asking Alexandria, Code Orange, Guar for the sixtieth time, uh, Mammoth, WVH, Pod, Atreyu, Ginger, Skid Row. I'm gonna say it. Go, motherfucking Buck Cherry. Yes, for sir. the 90th consecutive year, mm-hmm. is playing Rocklahoma. Warrant, LA Guns, Kicks, Filter, Fuel, Aaron Jones, uh, Blackstone Cherry again, Montica mm-hmm. uh, from Ashes to New, Lincoln Park Light, um, New Year's Day, Crobot, Fame on Fire, Bullet Boys, Stephen Adler of Guns N' Roses fame. Dayseeker, Plush, Dead Poet Society, Broken Love, Dead West, Shot of Poison, and some other local bands. Yeah, local bands. So, very, very heavy, I think, on 80s bands. This year. Yeah, it looks like Doug Burgess, who's in charge of the Roadhouse stage. Yeah. Um, we, uh, If you follow him at all, he, he loves his 80 bands, 80s yeah. bands. Uh, when he was bringing shows to Tulsa, it was always 80s-centric. Um, so he's very much into those bands. Um, and this year, he kind of crushed it with the 80s. And it, I, I think the reason... So he runs that side stage, whatever they call it. Um, and you've always wondered why they haven't gone 80s-centric in that particular stage. I think yeah. it's because of the budget that they have. They just don't have the money to bring in like five 80s bands for each day, 15 bands over three days. But I think this is certainly a step in the direction he would like to go. And I think a lot of Rocklahoma fans uh, enjoy that direction as well. I mean, and it's a pretty good 80s lineup. Of course, we're yeah. in 2023. We're 35 years past these bands prime. 
at this point. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, so we're, we're damn near 40 years. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of crazy at the same time that in 2023 we're seeing this. But, you know, as we've talked multiple times about me wanting to see Warrant <laughs> one more time, uh, there's now another chance for me to see Warrant. Uh, if I want to get a day ticket to Rockalama, if I could see Warrant and Limp Biscuit in the same day, get the you're having no pun intended. <laughs> I didn't even realize I made a pun. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Yes, most definitely. So, I mean, overall, what do you grade this lineup? Oh, it's it's still a C minus. Yeah. Just because, I mean, again, it, I I don't know why they feel the need to list the local bands on the lineup. Nobody just gives a space. Those bands. Yeah, just to fill space. Yeah, um, you know you're you're missing top heavy bands like Tool, um, like Foo Fighters, Queens of the Stone Age. They, there's nothing unique about this lineup, right? Yeah, I mean, you can find this anywhere, and there's nothing that stands out. I mean, Corey Taylor and Daughtry being on the second line of your lineup. As much as I like Corey Taylor, and you know, by seeing Corey Taylor's solo in, the, in this time and age, you're getting a lot of Stone Sour songs. Since uh, mm-hmm. Stone Sour is really no longer, I'm shocked that he didn't get the Cherry Bombs or Vended on the bill with him um, to go with this. But I mean, it's a, it's a C minus. There's there's plenty of X. Uh, if you give me a cheap ticket, I would enjoy. Right. Um, I, I don't need to see Bush anymore. I've seen them enough. I'm not that doesn't do anything for me. Uh, ministry, you know, they, they got the freaks on parade full tour, except for Alice Cooper. It yeah. makes me think that once Alice Cooper plays in Tulsa, opening up for Molly Crew and Def Leppard, uh, that Alice Cooper is probably going to be added to this lineup, uh, for Sunday. And so it looks like you got a pretty decent Sunday of Pantera, Rob Zombie, Alice Cooper, Ministry, Filter, uh, Skid Row, and Buck Cherry. Uh, on the bill, and and then it's just a matter of what happens on the other days. But you know, for, for me, for the price, the only thing I like about it is that it's close to my house, and that that's about that's about all it does for me. Godsmack, Pantera are both coming to the amp, so yeah. you know, no reason for me to go see him for that. Um, well, you're gonna see him at Louder in Life, anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're correct. So. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, it's a, it's definitely a pass. I mean, I I'm, I'm not a, a huge fan of it. Um, I am intrigued to, to see Godsmack just because I haven't seen them for a, you know, I think 2016 maybe. So or 2000, 2017, I think. Yeah. So I mean, other than that, I mean, Pantera we're gonna see at Louder Than Life, Chevelle just all last year. Limp Biscuit, I would love to see Limp Biscuit, but yeah, other than that, I, it doesn't have to me. about this lineup. When when we went in 2021, who were the headliners? Do you recall the three headliners? Slipknot. <sighs> I don't. Okay. Rob uh, Zombie? Yeah. And then the last band who, who didn't show up. Blood Biscuit. Yeah. And then the 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 third band on Sunday was Phil and Selma and the, the Illegals. Chevelle was on Friday. Like right. This is like 
there's a lot of turnover from 2021 to this 2023 lineup. Now, of course, with Slipknot and Corey Taylor, I doubt Corey Taylor is going to play any Slipknot songs. He may play maybe one or two slow things, but you're, you're, you're getting a lot of the same stuff, which, I mean, Limp Bizkit didn't show up, and it's possible if they show up on 2021, perhaps we're not getting them on yeah. the 23 and 3 lineup, but which is possible. You just never know. I just, to me, it was wild to see Rob Zombie back on the lineup as a headliner two years after he's last there. I mean, they've done this though numerous years, though, where they'll have, they'll recite the bands every other year, it seems. Yeah, like. I mean, that's, uh, again, I, I think they're, I think their headliner pool can't be more than eight to 10 bands. I just, they don't have options. Um, and what they have going for them is that they have so many fans. They're loyal. They're loyal. They're in it for the party. They don't care who the lineup is. You see these comments all the time. Yeah. And and we're there just to see our friends. Yeah. The organizers see that shit as well. Mm -hmm. And so they're getting what, the fans are basically telling them what they care about, which is the party. Yeah. And I think to, to so many people, we see it all the time on social media. The music is secondary to so many different people. I don't believe that, but that's what they, they always state. Um, so I think this is the lineup they're just going to get. I mean, next year we can already go ahead and confirm that Disturbed will be one of the headliners. I'm trying to think of who the other two would be. Disturbed is definitely going to be one of them, though. Five Finger Death Punch. Five Finger Death Punch will be back for sure. And then I guess you got to bring Shine Down back, don't you? Or it's time to bring Allison Chains back, is really what it's time to do. I mean, yeah. But if you bring Disturbed and Allison Chains, depending on if I see Disturbed in May, which I'm, I probably am going to do. I'd almost want to come down for that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, I mean, just Alice in Chains by themselves. Makes me want to do something like that. Yeah. So. Something I was kind of, I was kind of going through it and I was looking at the lineup and I mean, it's just weird to see this lineup in 2023, right? A lineup led by Pantera and Limp Biscuit is pretty freaking wild. Yeah. And then you look at the eighties bands they have, in 1999, I looked at it. Pantera, Godsmack, Zombie, um, and Slipknot were all in OzFest 99. In 2000, it was Godsmack and Pantera. POD was on Oz, OzFest 20. There's so many connections that are like 20 to 30 years old from these bands. Um, right. we got- I'm, looking, I'm looking through this, and then I'm just looking at bands that probably in the last 10 years that have made some waves. Um, zero. Mammoth and Alexandra. Ginger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah, Plus, the new blood on this is not good. It's not much. I mean, there's not much in the way of new rock on here, which that's, I mean, that's sad. It, no, okay, you have to look at whose fault is it. Is this Rock Oklahoma organizer's fault, or is this is this representative of what our rock landscape is? No, I I don't buy that at all. I I don't buy that at all because you look at Louder Than Life last year, and we had quite a few newer 
bands that were on there. You had Spirit Box. You had Dirty Honey. You had Highly Suspect. Um, who else was on there? Come on, help me out. Uh, the Struts. The Struts were on there. Yeah. I mean, there there was there was more newer bands than what Rock and Roll was giving us. Mm-hmm. But you think that if I'm a newer rock band and I'm getting offers to play any festival that they're jumping on it. You would think so. I mean, there's really no reason to skip over Rocklahoma if you can still play in front of 10,000 fans, right? I mean, the alternative is playing at a club with 150 Rocklahoma easily pulls in 60,000 a night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I know. That I know. Pretty funny. Well, shoot. You so you're basically saying you're gonna go see Limp Biscuit. I'm hopeful that Limp Biscuit is on Louder Than Life. Yeah. But I don't know what Are they the, any other festivals? They're playing incarceration. Okay. And they're playing um bamboozle in New Jersey. The issue with Limp Bizkit is, even though this is kind of weird because they played a mid-afternoon set at Lollapalooza a few years ago, and they got a lot of press for that, I don't think Limp Bizkit wants to play any mid-sets. They don't want to be the guest. They don't want to play the 6 o'clock. So they, they want to be the headliner, and I think that's why we don't see them on Sonic Temple or Welcome to Rockville. And if that's the case, we're probably not going to see them on Lot of the Life either. Because they're not going to be a headliner in a lot of the life. Right. And so more than likely, we're not going to see them at LTL. I'll, I'll still keep my fingers crossed. But if not, then I could definitely see myself buying a day ticket, um, depending on what else you get that particular day. And or maybe it wouldn't care. Uh, maybe there'd be enough where it'd be like, I'm in for it. Let, let me go right. see Lent at Rock, Oklahoma, see what it's all about. Have a good old time. Trying to think of who I'd like to, I mean, obviously Warrant. Let's see Warrant with them. Skid Row? Well, Skid Row's going to be playing Sunday. I know that for a fact, so Limp Biscuit won't be there. Uh, if I can get Limp and Corey. Mammoth? No, I don't need to see Mammoth again. If I can get Limp and Corey and maybe P.O.D., uh, Warrant, that's really about it. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's always interesting. You look at the lineup as full... And then you try to piece together what one day lineup's going to be. And it's like, all, all of a sudden it gets really tricky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because you're looking at, it, it is, it, there, are, there are more bands on this year's build than there was last year. Oh, yeah. uh, last year they made it to where there was only three bands on the side stage each day. I don't think they're going to be able to do that this year. I think they're going to go no. back to four or five, which is good. So it should be. It's weird to have a festival and really only have one stage um, as far as giving the fans an opportunity to see multiple bands in a day. So be interested to see how long it takes before uh, the daily lineups are released. It could be another four months. Right. So I pulled uh, I pulled up Facebook because uh, I wanted to talk about, you know, your predictions versus what actually was released but the first thing i see is that 
uh, a post that says I've been seeing saying uh, people saying that they wish Falling in Reverse was playing. But just a heads up, according to Ronnie Radke, him and Eddie Trunk are sworn enemies. He absolutely, <laughs> he absolutely hates Eddie Trunk. He just hates anyone, who, just like he hates anyone who breathes. So yeah. as long as Eddie is hosting, which I don't think will change, don't expect Falling in Reverse to play Rock the Home. Ronnie is the biggest douche in any sort of music scene and is writing a high of his latest song, not knowing him shit talking everyone who walks as ruining his current pedestal he barely has. Anyway, his new song is cool, but dude's playing with fire. Somehow I expect him to win. What <laughs> uh Falling in Reverse was at Rucklehoma the last time we were there. Yes, they were. And that was before the whole blow up though. Okay. Uh, Falling Reverse Tour is coming tomorrow uh, with Spirit Box and Ice Nine Kills. Yep. I know that they're playing the Zoo Amp in Oklahoma City. Uh, that to me tells me why they're not playing Rock, Oklahoma. I thought that perhaps they would play both, but they're not. We'll see what other dates come with that. And then we're getting a Pierce Veil the Used Tour at some point this week as well, I believe. Mm, you posted that in Rock, Oklahoma, didn't you? People of Rocklahoma. People of Rocklahoma. All right. People of Rocklahoma. I should just go to my notifications. All right. So this was your guess of the lineup. You had Avenged Sevenfold. Some wishful thinking there. Uh, mm-hmm. Bullbeat, Parkway Drive. More wishful thinking. Uh, Papa Roach, Spirit Box, VV. That's the lead singer from him. We talked about him on the last show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cole Chamber. And you had Saturday, you had Godsmack. I Prevail, Stained, Corey Taylor. Mm-hmm. Falling in Reverse, Extreme, Flyleaf, and Vended. Sunday, you had Pantera, Chevelle. Um, Beartooth, Skid Row. Buck Cherry, yeah, Jack on there. Yeah. I was an inspiration for those two bands. Pierce mm. the Veil and the U. So you had six. Yeah, I don't think that's bad. Six not, out not of three, four. That's not, that's not awful. Not terrible. It's hard, it's hard to predict that stuff. It is. And I, I did put that uh, Limp Biscuit was in one of my headliners to consider. Yeah. <sighs> I was I was I was surprised by the, your inclusion of Avenged Sevenfold because we've discussed that you know Avenged Sevenfold is one of those bands that will probably never play rock. Ball. Yeah, I was just trying to think of a of a realistic third headliner, and everybody was kind of hinting at the Foo Fighters, and I was like, people were kind of swaying me, but at the same time, I was like, man, I just don't see it. Yeah, so I was trying to think of somebody else. I was like, Avenged Sevenfold, let's go for it. Gotcha. But it, it seems now it was if I was looking at the incarceration lineup and the fact that they were billed fourth on Blue Ridge, Limp Biscuit should have been an, an obvious choice at this point. Right. Hmm. Well, I mean, again, not a bad lineup, but not one that's going to uh, change our minds. Yeah. About- I mean, so you talk about all the misses. Um, we talk about the main headliners for sure, but you know, they missed Avenged Sevenfold, they missed Deftones, they missed Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. Uh, again, Incubus is one of those bands that apparently is never going to play Rock Oklahoma either. <laughs> uh, again, I have no idea what's going on with Mudvayne, they've been silent this year, but for the third year in a row since Mudvayne has returned, they're not playing Rock Oklahoma. Um, 
And there's not a lot of female representation on this lineup mm-hmm. either. Um, Rock Lama's yeah. been pretty good at that in the past, and maybe they're just giving fans a break from these bands. Um, but I think New Year's Day and Plush um, are really the only female acts we have on this bill this year. Yeah, that is uh, a little odd. Usually they're pretty good about that. So Yeah. Moving on, what other news? What else is out there? One of Maryland Dancer's accusers has dropped her suit against the, the singer. Yeah. Um, claims that Evan Rachel Wood um, was bullying her. Bullying her into doing this. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else I've seen. I haven't seen any other news, really. Corey Taylor talking about his second album, his second solo album. Hoping to have that out, probably a single out in September. Um, says it is... It'll be the best album this year and next year. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I, I did say that. I try not to listen to, to people and what they... They're, it's all about promotion... Oh, yeah. There's just not going to be anything. So, uh, so the pilots uh, oddly announced one date. I haven't seen any other dates. Uh, they're playing the Black Oak Mountain Amphitheater in Lamp, Missouri, which is outside Branson. Um, it's only like uh, 50 miles away from northwest Arkansas, but it's a freaking huh. winding way to get there. It takes about two hours to get there. Oh, wow. Um, unless there's some other good acts. I don't think that's good enough for me to drive that way. Um, there's an amphitheater that opened up last year with Garth Brooks as their opening shows. Um, and it was a disaster and they have not announced any shows this year whatsoever. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Hmm. What else is there? Arena shows. I'm trying to think arena shows. Zach Bryan, we haven't talked about that. Have we talked about the debacle that was Zach Bryan? No, we haven't. Right. Tell us about your experience. Well, my experience is that I did get the code. Yep. Um, and I was trying to get two tickets, but I couldn't get... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I couldn't get the lower level. Um, and I wanted the lower level. I didn't want to travel to Tulsa, even though it's only an hour and a half, and sit in the upper level. And Trey wanted to go. So I wasn't going to go solo. I didn't want to leave Trey out. And so for some reason, every time a GA floor ticket came up, you could only buy one ticket. And so that was pissing me off. I tried it for like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. I just couldn't get anything in the lower level. So I finally just gave up. And then the next day, uh, they announced that a new Tulsa show was being put on sale. But I didn't get to choose tickets for that one because I got tickets for the first one, which was announced. The other Tulsa show was not announced, so the people who did not get an, uh, a chance on that first Tulsa show got the chance for the second Tulsa show. I get what he's doing, but it was kind of a debacle. <laughs> yeah. it didn't this, this whole entire registering for tickets thing, um, not a fan. Um, I think it, it takes the the uh, I don't know the word I want to use. 
the man, the legwork that you have to put in to get tickets, you know, to be there, you know, in the queue or when they actually went to a box office, you know, to be there an hour or two hours before the show to stand in line to get tickets. You know, it takes that out of it. It takes the, in, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the excitement out of putting in the work to get tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I registered for a code. I didn't get, didn't get any uh, email. My nephew, he registered, he got tickets. He's got three tickets to go see them in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just sucks. In my opinion. Uh, it does. I mean, the, the entire tour sold out. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Completely it works in Zach Bryan's way of doing it. Um, there's not going to be any, any resale tickets. If you end up not being able to use your tickets, you can then request a refund, which you will be provided. You can't transfer tickets. Yeah. You get a refund of your tickets. The tickets go back into a queue and a select group of people will get the opportunity to select the refunded tickets. <clears throat> did you did you register for that? I haven't seen a way to register for that yet. If there's a way. Oh, yeah, I did. I think it's probably because I didn't get selected for a code. No. So I got an email that, okay. that allowed me to sign up to, to register if more tickets became available. Well, then I'm probably not going to have that opportunity yeah. <laughs> since, since I had the opportunity to buy tickets and I opted not to sit in the upper level. So now it's got that FOMO situation going on. It's like, well, fuck, I should have just got my tickets inside the building and been happy with it. Right. But at the time I was like, ah, I don't want to drive to Tulsa and sit in the upper level. It's not all right. I get it. Now, with a, uh, a gentleman like that, I can't imagine the stage show is very exciting. You know, just to be in the building hearing the music, I think, would have been okay for me, yeah. personally. But, but hey, to each their own. I won't fault you for it. You should have got the tickets, though. Dumbass. Should have. Should have, could have, would have. Should have, could have, would have. So, yeah. So, and he, obviously, um, you know, he's got some backlash. Enough so that he quit Twitter. <laughs> He's quit Twitter like three times now and got back on it. Yeah. His, his main issue is that a lot of his fans are dumb and, and he has to deal with that. Yeah. Yep. They don't understand the, the policies and the procedures. And I get it. There's confusion around it because it's not the norm. Um, but people don't know. People just aren't following the rules that he laid out. They don't, they're not understanding or they're not taking the time to understand the rules and restrictions and the policies, procedures of these particular shows and getting the tickets. And I think he's getting fed up with his fan base who are driving him nuts, which makes sense. Right. Right. And then he's getting backlash from the people who were unable to secure tickets saying, I would have happily paid $500. Why not give me that opportunity? It's my money. Let me pay the $500. I don't think yet that they've released, cause he's playing hinterland in, in Iowa. No. And I don't know if they released the day, you know, you could buy day tickets or whatever. I haven't seen that. But so there's another option that I'm going to try to do. I have to follow up on that. But so hopefully, an artist I would like to see. I really like his music. So 
Yeah. I just have to accept the L. Big one. Big time L. Big he time. Big he could have went. Oh, Still well. trying to decide if I want to go see Turnpike Troubadours in Tulsa in, at the end of this month. TBD. I somehow don't think you're going to be able to keep it under 15 this year, my friend. It's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. A lot of options. <laughs> a lot of options. It's been a good year. Strong. So we we did have a couple of albums that we were going to listen to. Do you remember those albums? Uh, Mount Westmore and Paramore. Yeah. Do you remember anything about those albums? Um, I actually listened to Mount Westmore again today for like the third time as I've tried to wrap my head around the album. After the Snoop Dogg announcement today, I was like, let me go ahead and give Mount Westmore another chance and opportunity here. Well, for you not being a huge hip-hop guy, Mm -hmm. what did you think of Mount Westmore? So when I was listening to it today, the thought that occurred to me, I don't know if you watched Netflix on Saturday Saturday night, Uh uh, Chris Rock had a live special, uh, their their first live special comedy show um, that was happening in Baltimore. And Chris Rock is 58. And watching Chris Rock's special reminded me that Chris Rock is actually pretty old now. He's an old dude. His antics and his jokes and his delivery to me aren't nearly as good and as powerful as what it was when he was in his 30s. And so when I was listening to Mount Westmore, I was getting the same vibe. I was Uh, like, these dudes are all in their 50s. And even though there's some decent stuff on there, it's just hard to take Ice Cube seriously as a banger now that I've seen him in all these TV shows, made-for-family movies. When you're talking about your Gats or your AK-87 or whatever it is you carry, it's just hard to take seriously at this point in your storytelling because we've all seen a different Ice Cube. We've all seen a different Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg coaches peewee football. He's big into that. So it's hard to take the storytelling like you would when Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube were killing it in the 90s. Right. I will say I thought a lot of the songs had really great beats. Oh, yeah. yeah, like Really, really good beats. Yeah, fantastic and production. There were some pretty funny lyrics at times. Mm-hmm. It was just hard to... I, I found myself thinking a lot about what I was feeling during the Chris Rock special listening to Mount Westmore. I mean, that's, that's funny that you say that. Cause I mean, I, I think the same thing. It's hard to take those guys as gangster rappers when what you've seen them in. Same thing with ice T it's hard to see ice T as a gangster rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, you always see him as, as a cop on TV. Um, one thing about this is that I felt that there wasn't any fire from ice cube. Ice Cube did not sound like Ice Cube of the past. There was no, there's no anger there. Even though he's been in all kinds of different shows, as a political reporter of the current times and things, Ice Cube hasn't put out anything that that makes me believe that he he cares. You know, there's not that fire. Snoop, Snoop. Snoop's going to do what Snoop does. 
too short. I mean, again, he's what fit. I don't even. He's old. He's older than Snoop. He's older than Ice Cube, I believe. You know, it's hard to believe that he is the Mac that he is, or what he's actually taking back to the hotel with him is going to be, you know, top notch. <laughs> but hey, whatever. The production was awesome. The beats were great. I just it 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 doesn't it didn't grab my attention at all. Yeah, I thought the so big subwoofer was a song. I really enjoyed yep. the beats. Yeah, um, too big uh, was a pretty funny song. Good beats. Dr. Dre did make an appearance at one point to introduce himself. <coughs> I'm not sure how many of these beats belong to Dr. Dre versus somebody else. But I imagine Dr. Dre played a pretty decent part into this album. Um, no, I don't think so. Because if he did, it would have been touted a little bit more. Probably. You're probably right. 16 songs, an hour and five minutes. Mm. A lot of filler. A lot of filler yeah. in there. Yeah. And I guess we're just never going to hear any of these songs live because they're not going to tour together. No. No. That brings us to another one that was really just kind of outside my wheelhouse. I am not a pop punk person. Um, what did you think of the Paramore album? Let's see. I listened to this on the plane to Mexico and I decided I wanted to write down the thoughts. So let, oh. me, see if, let me see if I can find it real quick. All right. I write a lot of notes. We got we got a song by song listing here. No, I guess I didn't do a good job. So I will say Paramore. This is why a uh, uh, really good pop, pop punk song. It's uh, it's catchy as shit. Uh, yeah, Haley sounds great in that song. It's boppy. It's good. Uh, the other one was Siest Kamaka. I don't know what that means. Uh, great song as well. And you first in the news. I would say are the four songs that I like from this album. And if I were going to go see a Paramore concert, I'd probably like to listen to those four. I would say the rest of the album wasn't my cup of tea. Didn't yeah. do much for me. Didn't grab me. Um, I understand with her album, she's kind of talking about all the anxiety and the anger uh, that the last three years has brought to her as a person. Um, and so if I dug deep into the lyrics, maybe I could get a better understanding of what these songs were about. I'm really not going to do that. Um, I, I kind of just want to bop my head and be into the music. Right. Um, I think, you know, she kind of hit it out of the park with the opening single. And I, I think the rest of the album doesn't really match what the opening single is. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, there were some songs that, I mean, I was, I was bopping my head too and everything like that. I did like a uh, big man, little dignity. I thought that was pretty good. Um, but I mean, it, besides you know what, misery business was obviously their one of their big hits. I don't know what else was. I can't remember what the name of the song was. Let me find it. Misery business. business is the big one. Still into you was pretty good. I remember that one. Yeah, so that's misery what you business. By the way, great spin class song. Great spin class track. I've never done a spin right. class. That's 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 you, buddy. So yeah. Well, if you ever go to spin, ask for them to play Misery Business and just get it going. Get it kicking. <laughs> you're gonna go start You're gonna get the energy. You're gonna get sweat. You're gonna get the heartbeat, the rhythm going. It's gonna be great. All right, I'll take your word for it. Okay. So for the first two albums that we reviewed in 2023, neither one of them 
really earned a thumbs up. Yeah, I'll give Paramore the nod for the top album of the year so far. Right, Mount right. Westmore is number two. Mount Westmore is going to continue to fall down the list. I imagine so. Both of them probably will not be top ten by the end of the year. Probably a good guess. All right, so that brings us to albums that have come out recently, which I think there's you got a couple. You got uh, obviously the new Lucero came out last week. The new Godsmack mm-hmm. came out as well. So there's two that we've definitely got to listen to. Um, your boy, Mister Chop. Chart topper himself, Morgan Wallen, mm. just had a new album come out too. That's like a triple album, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to do that. Can't do that. No. Uh, Mac Lamore has a new album out. Mm. Um. What else we got? I'm just kind of thumbing through here real quick. Yeah, nothing. One thing at a time. 36 songs, an hour and 52 minutes long. I see. We'll, we'll see uh, new charts. What, Friday? That's going to crush. <laughs> um, it's been a while since somebody has got like a million. It's been a while since like a dude. Maybe Drake. Uh, a dude has had like a million selling week, and I would feel like Morgan Wallen can probably crush that. I'm gonna look at the billboard. Oh, that's just songs. I don't want that. Um, yeah, I don't. You know what the number one song is right now? The number one song? No, I have no clue. Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Hmm. Okay. This says Morgan Wallen's One Thing at a Time. Where's the article? Has the biggest week of 2023 after just three days. Wow. Already has the largest streaming week for any album of any genre in 2023. Of course, we're only in March. The second largest streaming week ever. Ever for a country album. Wow. Oh, I was going to read it, but then it tells me I'm not cool enough. I'm not uh, cool enough to read it. Currently, uh, Morgan Wallen is in his 111th week in the charts with uh, Dangerous, the double album. Hmm. Still, at number, still at number five. Amazing. Let's see. Bad Bunny's album still on there. Uh, American Heartbreak by Zach Bryan's number eight. Harry Styles comes in at 10. Rihanna, anti, is at number nine. 356 weeks on the charts. Hmm. Trust that Paul. is uh, hey, like seven years. Old. Why is Why is her album number nine? Probably from the Super Bowl. That would make sense. Yeah, probably from the Super Bowl. Got SOS by SZA at number one. Um, Trust Ball by Pink, the new Pink album. 
Mm-hmm. He's got mm-hmm. a great song with Chris Stapleton. Of course, they're a great duo. We need a we need a duet album by those two. Yeah. Um, is it number two? Uh, Midnight's by Taylor Swift. Number three, uh, Metro Boomin. I don't tune. Ever heard of them? Is that the name of the band? Yeah, Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin. No. Uh, Heroes and Villains. Number four. Morgan Wall at number five. Bad Bunny at number six. Drake and Twenty One Savage. Her loss. Is it number seven? Uh, Zach Bryan at eight, Rihanna at nine, and Harry Style at ten. That's, Let's see if we got any really, rock. That's not really our thing, is it? No, Paramore is at number 18. Looking to see if there's any rock in here. Mm. No, no, no. Olivia Rodrigo is at number 31. Oh, she couldn't hang with Morgan Wallen. The highest rated rock album, Queen's Greatest Hits. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to say Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. That's followed at that's at thirty or uh, Queen's at number thirty three. Fleetwood Mac Rumors is at thirty four. That's funny. Any modern modern rock (laughs) party? Is he rock? Well, depends on who you ask. Cardi did announce a tour today with Lenny Wilson. Um, they are not coming my way. No. I'm not seeing any rock on here, my friend. Yeah, it's a sad thing. CCR at number 53. <laughs> You're about to get into the Black Album, Appetite for Destruction, perhaps some Pink Floyd. This is insane. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys! This is this is ridiculous. Nirvana, number eighty-two. <laughs> Never mind. Journey's greatest hits. Arctic Monkeys, Arctic Monkeys, eighty-nine. There you go, number eighty-nine for Arctic Monkeys. Still an album that was uh, released. I don't know. AM. That was probably. Oh, that's their old one. That's not even their new one. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. Oh well, I don't. Whatever. I don't want to talk about it no more. All right. So what albums what albums do we need to listen to? Any uh, listen to Godsmack. Yep. And Lucero. Okay. Works for me. Now we are we are back. Life is settled. We are gonna be back into a routine. This will be posted. Everybody will hear this on Tuesday. What? Yeah, yep, yep. I don't have any. I don't have any pressing matters. I will make sure I get it edited and uploaded and out to the masses on Tuesday. Hopefully next time we talk, we can have a louder than life update. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think so it, there's always the possibility bourbon beyond gets released this week. And then louder than life comes next week, but that hasn't really been how DWP has ran things. So no, I'm, I'm thinking first week of April now, which is a bummer, but we'll see. Man, that's crazy. That is insane to think that Rocklahoma... This is a sure sign that the world is going to end. (laughs) Rocklahoma releases their lineup six months early. Well, see, the thing is, they didn't have to work real hard to find those headliners. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, I mean, supposedly they have a new booker. 
you might want to find a new one for next year. Yeah, which I, I didn't see anything regarding that today at all. Uh, I was trying to see if there was a press release, and maybe I just need to look harder. I, I didn't see any type of press release stating right. that AEG is no longer with Rocklahoma. I think that'd be interesting to see or hear. I, I didn't, I didn't see that at all. They can hire us. We'll book it. Yeah. We'll probably see how difficult it is actually to get bands to come to prior Oklahoma on Liberty yeah, weekend. Probably. probably. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be like, you know what? Quit your bitching. You got what you got. <laughs> All right, friend. On that note, hour and 12 minutes. I, I don't have anything else. No, next time we'll have more tour news for sure. Uh, we'll be able to discuss and look at, I think Bourbon Beyond is going to be a pretty awesome lineup. Yeah. Uh, I'm very intrigued to see what they bring to the table and what they steal away from Louder Than Life. So we'll, we'll at least have that to talk about, uh, plus our two albums, which yeah, um, I imagine you've listened to Godsmack already. I have um, not listened to the Godsmack yet. I have no, listened to the Lucero. I have okay. not listened to the Godsmack. I've not listened to Lucero. Lucero's coming to town next month here at Fayetteville. JJ's live. Um, and I should also mention Metallica released a new song and video. Yes. Uh, Nick Stream, who I predicted to be on Rocklahoma, released their first new song in like a dozen years. And it's a pretty kick-ass song. Who was that? Extreme. Oh, I have not heard it. Yeah. Um, another band that was I was actually came across, well, my nephew sent it to me. Have you listened to uh, Sleep Token? Sleep Token is a band that's on the rise. They played Rocklahoma last year. Uh, funny really? enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know much about Sleep Token. I know that they have a lot of buzz about them. I think it's from youngsters. I, I think it's from youngsters. They, uh, they disguise themselves, even though I've seen that they've recently identified themselves as to who they are. I don't know much about them. Oh, I, I hadn't seen if they identified themselves, but they go by um they go by numbers. Yeah, something like that. I, I believe they're gonna be on Ladder in the Life this year. Uh they've already been booked to Blue Ridge Festival. Uh so perhaps we'll get the opportunity to see them in September. Have you listened well, to it? I, I hope so, because what I heard I actually I was it was was pretty interesting. So Yeah. All right. We might have to check them out. I haven't taken the next step. I've just seen the buzz generated about them. Yeah. Kind of well, like Spirit Box. They're not really like Spirit Box. No, I just mean the buzz. Like the buzz oh, yeah. around Spirit Box, yeah. who I'd never heard of, and they just blew the fuck up. That's kind of what Sleep Token's right. doing right now. So, yeah, check them out. Until sure. then, until we talk, have a great week, everybody. See you. Bye.